Hello and welcome back to Six Figure Honey, a passive income and money mindset podcast. Today's episode is going to be all about how to have a money mindset and how you can actually build a money mindset alongside your business or side hustle. So if that sounds like your vibe, let's dive in. So when I say money mindset, this is what I mean. I mean two things. The first one being having a positive money mindset, so getting rid of any doubts, limiting beliefs that you have around money, feeling like money is scarce. This is especially true if you are somebody who is scared to spend money, scared to look at your bank account. You, No matter how much money you make, more is going to leave your account, and sometimes it feels like you don't even really know where it went. It just, it feels like it's just gone, right? And then the second is thinking the way that the wealthy truly think and having a rich person mindset because they do think differently than the average nine to five person. So we're going to dive into that in a little bit, but first I want to start with different ways that you can develop and build your money mindset. Even when you're starting a business, I think so many people think, oh my gosh, well, I have to do all of this mindset work before I can even get started on starting my business, starting my side hustle, whatever it is, my coaching business, my digital marketing business, regardless, it doesn't matter. You can start, you can do both simultaneously. And here's why I almost think that's just as powerful or even more powerful. When I have a project or a new business venture, my energy levels are through the roof. I am so excited it partially might be my ADHD and my hyperfixations, but I am so energized and so excited. And I think people, most people get that, whether you have ADHD or not, the newness of starting something, having hope and potential in something new makes you really excited. So what I do is I don't just focus on the business, but I focus on the person that I want to become. A few weeks ago, before I started this podcast, which has been a new passion before I started my faceless digital marketing page, I was kind of in a rut. I was kind of letting clients go by the wayside. I was getting some of them off my roster, which I don't think is a bad thing. I think when you find a client who is draining your energy, get rid of them like nicely, but but get rid of them. But I just found myself attracting people that were really draining my energy and I wanted something new and exciting. So... Why not start a new business, a new new podcast, and a new adventure to go on, right? So the beautiful thing about this is I am so excited for all of this stuff when I wake up in the morning. So I use that momentum to make sure that I get my journaling in, to make sure that I go for a run. It's not a good run because I haven't been running recently. So I ran half a mile and walked an extra quarter of a mile. It only took me 10 minutes, but I got out there and I did it. And that made me feel so good. And then... When I got home, I was like, okay, I'm kind of sweaty and I don't really want to shower, but I know I need to. And then when I was turning it off, it was like, well, I know cold showers are really good for you. So maybe I should do a cold shower. So the point is all of this kind of starts to snowball and you can use the momentum of building your business, building your side hustle, starting a new venture to also build yourself into the person, the person, sorry. I don't know why I just stuttered, but the person that you want to be as well. So, and that also comes with having a money mindset. So when I'm journaling, I'm writing down affirmations about how money is abundant to me. Money flows easily to me. Money is, loves my company. All of those wonderful affirmations, how grateful I am for money. So work on building your relationship with money and having a positive money mindset. 
So one of the things, one of the limiting beliefs that I've had to work on getting rid of is the limiting belief that money isn't abundant and that we can't afford that. That was the number one thing that I heard when I was a kid, even though we were a very middle-class family, but part of that was budgeting, right? Which is normal, but when you're a kid and you're constantly hearing fights over money, you're constantly hearing we can't afford that, that's too expensive, and then you're also watching your family spend money on these other things and it makes you like, it it scrambles your brain a little bit in terms of how you view money. And my family still says that. I still hear my parents saying, well, we can't retire because we just can't afford it. I They totally could afford it if they just changed their mindset. And I know that sounds crazy because you don't know them and you don't know what their assets are, but I, I do. And the fact that they still have this, this, mind, this mindset around, well, we can't afford that. That's too expensive. This costs too much. And it's like, well, if you guys would just cut back on these one or two things, you could retire yesterday, you know? So really paying attention to where you're carelessly spending money, where you're not being grateful for the money that you have. So one of the things that I do every time I go to the checkout line and I'm about to spend money, because one thing that I have is I get really nervous about spending money, especially when I hear that the total is larger than what I thought. I don't know about you other people, but I definitely am very confused why my $20, oh, it's only $20. Oh, that's only like $18. Oh, that's $15. I'm like, oh, that's, that's, you know, that's three items. That should be $30 and it's well over $30 and I'm shocked every time I don't know how but I get nervous when I hand over that card because I'm like oh my gosh is is that too much money did I overspend should I put something back and instead you know okay I will back up if if you seriously do not have the money for it do not buy it if if you're like oh no I might be overdrawn here put something back and be grateful for what you can afford to buy I am going to say that this is not a podcast about just put it on a credit card and things will come to you. That's not what this is. But when I know deep down I can afford it because I make that kind of money now, but I still have to. So I will say like, thank you. Thank you so much for allowing me to spend this money. I'm so grateful for this extra candle that I'm getting. I'm so grateful that I get to buy this brand of dog food. I'm so grateful that I get to blah, blah, blah. You get the point. So Instead of being so nervous when you spend money, even when you know you have it, being grateful for the asset that money is and the power that it has to embrace and change your life, right? Because money, at the end of the day, it is just a tool. It's just energy. It's just an exchange of energy and value. It doesn't mean that you are less than. It doesn't mean you're unworthy of anything. It's just a tool. So I'm just going to wrap this section up by giving a few examples of the things that you can do to work on having a more positive money mindset. Journaling and affirmations, writing down how grateful you are for your money, write down the things that you're excited to buy. I have even, it sounds going to sound so cheesy, I know it is, I have written a letter to money. (laughs) I am a little bit on the woo-woo side, guys, I'm not going to lie. I have written a letter to money saying, dear money, I am so grateful for you. Thank you so much for the value that you add to my life. I'm sorry if I've ever been thoughtless with you or that I've ever, you know, and I've, because you do have a real relationship with money and what do you do if that relationship is negative, right? You fix it. 
right? You do what you can and you own up to the parts that, where you have fallen short. So that's what I do. And then affirmations, journaling, um, thinking through past and thinking of what feelings and honestly just being aware what feelings come up when you spend money, what feelings come up when you think about your childhood and surrounding money, what, what terms come up and all of that. And then slowly undo those through journaling and affirmations and meditation is really good. Um, NFT tapping, honestly, just being aware and changing that mindset is so helpful. That's one of the first steps whenever I am with my therapist and we're working on something, she's like, okay, your assignment this week is just be aware. Just notice when this happens throughout your week and just take note of it and say, oh, that's interesting. And then think about it and then don't not, don't judge it. Don't be like, oh, I shouldn't be thinking that way or I shouldn't, that's a terrible thing or I'm wrong, whatever. Don't beat yourself up. Just be aware. And having that awareness, I swear, will change your mindset. It will slowly, it takes some time, but it will slowly rewire and reprogram your mind to be more aware of your thoughts and to be more aware of how you respond to those thoughts and then you're able to change them in the future. It's this wonderful snowball effect. Now, to dive into how to have a millionaire mindset or a rich person mindset, this is the difference in how rich people think versus the average 9 to 5 worker thinks, right? If I were to give you ten thousand dollars what would you do with it a rich person would invest it into another asset that would produce them x amount per month to purchase the thing that they wanted to purchase the middle class person would be like oh great now i can afford to buy this set of headphones right this laptop this x y and z and all of these little things I mean, they're not little, but in the grand terms of $10,000, right? $1,000 feels like nothing. And so, but when you do that five times, half of your money is gone. Whereas with the investor, they could invest $8,000 and have it making money for them and still buy one of the things that they really wanted or buy, take a trip, right? So another thing that business owners and true like successful entrepreneurs, this is the way they think. If I were to be like, hey, how can I make, you know, $100,000 in a year or in a month? Let's make it crazy and say in a month. They would say, I would find something to sell for $100,000. That blows my mind because I immediately, I start asking so many questions of like, what could you even sell for $100,000? What could you, who would buy something for $100,000? I don't know anybody who would buy something for $100,000. Yet there are people buying billion dollar homes and have multiple homes and buy Chanel bags that cost $3,000 and don't even think about it, buy Birkin bags that cost $100,000 and don't even think about it. So shifting your mindset from trading your time for money is so important. And I'm not saying that you have to go out there and try to find something to sell for $100,000, but if that encourages you, go for it. This is also why I love having digital products because this gets you into the mindset of how the wealthy think, right? Okay, I can build a product one time and I can sell it infinite amount of times, essentially infinite. There is going to be a cap, but I doubt you would sell it to billions of people. So start training your brain to think the way that millionaires do. 
And one of the best books that I've read, honestly, for how the wealthy think and how to generate income is called Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And my family gave it to me when I was in college, I think. And it's still one of the best books that I have read today, just explaining a very simple process on why you should be buying assets versus liabilities, what falls into an asset category versus what falls into a liability category and the things that you should be focusing on. So he tells the story about how his wife wanted a new Mercedes. They had the money to buy a new Mercedes, but what did they do with that money instead? She bought an apartment complex. I know that sounds crazy. She bought an apartment complex that paid her out the same amount of payments that she would use to go towards her Mercedes, right? So that type of thinking is why rich people get richer because they're like, oh, okay. And guess what? Once that Mercedes is paid off, it's paid off, right? Anything that she gains from that apartment complex is just now that's just money, right? So, or she can trade her Mercedes in and keep using that monthly income that she has from those apartment complexes to keep upgrading her cars and and getting to have whatever she wants to have because she's set up those systems in place to afford her to buy the things that she wants to buy. So this is what I talk about with people who, similar to me, have nine to five jobs, but also do side hustles because I find so many people who get a side hustle, they start getting some money in, even if it's just small, and they are so excited about it that they start shopping and they start spending the money instead of investing it, instead of paying off their debt quicker, instead of putting it in an emergency fund. And even if it's an emergency fund, it can still be a high yield savings account. It does not have to be a 0.1% savings account that you just get at Chase. So that is the point that I really want to hit home with people is Stop trading your time for money. Stop buying all of these liabilities that are just going to decrease in value and start buying assets, start buying stocks, start buying... Do your research, please do your research. I stay with very safe stocks. I'm an S&P 500 girly. I'm a NASDAQ girly. I have some Amazon. I'm not going to get into the other ones because they're very timely and I don't want somebody to hear this and be like, oh, okay, I'm going to go buy that stock because she said to. No, I have an exit strategy for when I'm going to leave this stock because I don't think it's going to be a long-term growth like the S&P 500 would be. Um, so all that to say, I hope that you found this podcast very inspiring, helpful. If you have any questions, please send them to me. Um, I would love for you to give me a rating so that this gets pushed out to more people. Um, Yeah, thank you so much for being here today, and I hope that you found this interesting.